Welcome back to part two of this episode of Blood on the Thames. So, Moses, I need that roll from you. You made that roll. No, you got a best fail, didn't you? Yeah, yes. I, I, I rolled oh, this many dice. Yeah. And then Compulsion I got suck, man. That's the beauty <laughs> of them. You spend... Uh, you try and get the stun as quickly as you can, not only because you're uncomfortably aware of the proximity of Plucky Jake. I, I want to go home. You want to go home. There's, go a, home. there's a lot of stuff to go on. You're feeling battered. You, f- you know, your jaw really fucking hurts. Uh, I mean, there was a, a lot of strength in that swing. And not only this, but you're also uncomfortably aware of the eyes on you from the other two Nosferatu. You can't see them, but you know they're there. Okay. And you begin hunting down for these rats, and the ferocity with which you continue to hunt for these rats is enough that as you are trying to wade through the muck to try and find one, you slip and bring yourself down with such force that where your jaw is already dislodged, Mm -hmm. you crack it even further. You take another point of aggravated damage. As a result of your bestial failure, since you already have a compulsion. Okay. Uh, uh, uh. The rats scatter underneath the sound of your almost whip like from the breaking of the bone. And as you kind of wade through the water to try and bring yourself back up, unconsciously spluttering this foul ichor out of your mouth. You just watch as all of the rats you were so close to grabbing just scatter. And you can almost hear a chuckle from the room. Not from Plucky Jake. No. But. From the other guys. I just. How close am I to. There's no way I can even put on my. Wait, wait, hang on a second. I give up on the rats right now, right here, right now. I put on my helmet. Okay. Because it has a chin strap. Mm-hmm. So at, at the very least, I know while I have the helmet, I will have the the, the jaw in place. Mm. I mean, the jaw stays in place. It's massively uncomfortable. Yeah, but at least it'll stay there. Yeah. And I I walk outside. Ooh. First of all, mm-hmm. roll a d10 for me. Oh yeah. God. Oh, it's, it's literally standing up, so. Oh my god! <laughs> He's throwing your dice away! Ten! Oh, oh no! no. <laughs> I've, I think. Uh... Oh god! <laughs> okay, so how many <laughs> aggravated wounds do you have? <laughs> Three. This is the third one, yeah. Okay. I just, I just let him do his magic. Yeah, because I. I... You got a ten, yeah? Yeah. Ten on the die. Why? Do you know what? I am feeling. I am feeling benevolent, so I am going to give you only three more aggravated. No, I'm going to give you a massive wound. Uh, A massive wound. Uh, All rolls are at a minus two or plus one to additional damage suffered. So it's going to be the minus two because add to social rolls because you can't speak. Um, technically, you should be a torpor. I, I actually, I think I am on my way there. I only have two superficial 
damage left and I'm at hunger four, it is 100% likely that if I do not frenzy, I torpor. Oh, shit. So, the severity of the jaw cracking and the places in the bone where it is hitched, it's not as simple as you pushing it in place and willing it to just seal. This is going to be damage which is going to take time and is going to take blood. And you are well aware of that. Um, and even with the helmet straps on, it is really uncomfortable. It is so... Tr- it's a fucking nightmare for you to move around, let alone attach this and tighten it to hold your jaw in place. And speaking is painful, even as you mutter to yourself in your way, even as you let forth your normal kind of Spanish cursing under your breath as you turn away from the others. There is a sharp pain which shoots down the back of your throat and around the hinges of your jaw every time your tongue moves. But you soldier on, you move. Where are you going? I just walk towards my bike. Okay. Just try to clear my head, sit on the bike, and slowly drive to the domain. Okay. I'm gonna spend the rest of the night in our tunnels okay. looking for rats. Okay. I'm gonna torpor there. <laughs> that's that's what I, I wanna say. Okay. Because I am more li- most likely to fail, but I would rather torpor there where they can try to blood bond me instead of in the <laughs> middle of the street where the sun will scorch me. I'll run the risk, yes. Okay. Okay. I, I would rather go there. Um, I'm not even thinking about... You know what? I text Alice. Okay. And say... Crash my car. Thimblet tried to burn Lucy. And Floki Jake spanked me. The response. I need you. Is immediate. Your phone begins buzzing. Mm. Are you alright? Mm mm. Where are you? I can't hear you, Moses. Where are you? My jaw. You're in my jaw? Where's my jaw? My jaw is bad. What? Can't talk. Haven. Haven. My haven. Fuck's sake. I hang up and message her. I'm gonna go to my haven. Pocky Jake shattered my jaw. She knows where the haven is, yes. Yes. Okay. Not my haven, like the code is haven. I'm going to the to the cross okay. hands. Okay. Um there's no amiss, uh, no response from her, but you managed to make your way back down to the domain, pull up your bike, set it in a set place, and then get back into the tunnels. And that is where you are waiting. You two have pulled away from the lay-by, leaving behind the smoking husk of this 
of this car and as you go back the other way and start driving back in towards London you can still f see the ball of fire which is this place no one else has pulled up next to it um, no one's hovering around it. everybody's just going past it as quickly as they can um, where are you two going? So, um, well, I suppose we've been talking quite a lot about me, Jim, but you, you look in a terrible state. Is there a, a, you, Where do you want to, where should I drop you off? Or, or take you, um, or, well, well what, what do you want to do? Well, ideally, uh, we're tired, of course, we probably can't get them tonight. Uh, if we can get some rat, some rat traps that keep rats alive, that'd be useful for you, future. You want to catch rats. Catch rats, that would be a lie. Oh, well, if, if you want, but I, I mean... They I... taste fucking disgusting. Oh, yes, I no, know. I know. However, it is a... It's When you're freaking starving, it's better to be feasting on rats than it is on a fucking human. Well, I, I remain to be convinced on that front, Jim, to be honest with you. But um, I can I can, I can can drop you... You want to go to back to the haven, or you want to go somewhere else? Probably the best... I've got clearing up to do there anyway. So, so near the tunnels, and um, I need to go obviously to that um, to see Michael Chase. And assuming that everything goes, you need to feed before you do. Feed before you fucking do that. I mean, I am hungry, but I'm just worried about the time. I think you know, there's a sort of lesson teaching amount of waiting, and then there's a no return amount of waiting. And I fear, you know, at the moment at least, I can say that our haven was set on fire, and we've been hunting thin bloods. So there's a sort of reasonable discussion, but if I wait another night, I mean, that's just rude, isn't it? I mean, you know, a fire might get you so far. Might do. I don't know how forgiving he is. But, I mean, if I just... I don't know. If I said, look, I'm sorry, but I didn't come see you because I wanted to get some rat traps, I just I, I think, I yeah, just don't rat, want to think what he'd do. I mean, it'd be traps, awful. The rat traps are a longer-term thing. That's... Oh, if you... Because right. the sooner we can do that, they'll fucking help me healing this crap. i rub the neck where the fucking bite wound is. Yeah, help me heal this shit. Um, uh, yes. That bastard was a lot tougher than I thought he was going to be. Oh, it's strange because he was—he was at least as tough as I thought he was going to be. I mean, he did look very tough. So, uh, what, probably what, the biggest person I've ever seen in my. So, it's amazing you took him down, to be honest. How the fuck did you track him down? Oh, um, well, that was Katia, really. She had this. Well, I, I don't really know how she was doing it, but she said she had something that allowed her to track him, even though there were no tracks I could see, and I looked very hard. But she just—she was able to follow him. It was brilliant. Some kind of um, yeah. some kind of thing she had from um, someone in her clan, I think. Oh. Very clever business. Oh, magic! Oh, God. Yeah. But I mean, don't you think all of this is sort of magic, really? I mean, when you think yeah. about it, when you think about the sort of things that we do, it's all. I mean, you know, we can walk down a street and no one see us. Well, you can. you can. No, but you can. I mean, you can do all kinds. Look, you're not even dead. I mean, look at you. You were. I mean, all those, you were beaten, you went through a window. I mean, look at how you're moving and talking without... I just don't understand it. It's amazing. Amazing. So, um... But it's like magic, really. So, was that was that when you just called out to him? You just, you just caught his train and went to what that house? Oh, we found their haven in the... in the. You found their haven? Yes, that's what we were trying to call you. But, but you see, by the time you were on your way, he'd left the haven and gone after that, that girl, Lucy... But right. yes, there was there was him, and there were two others. One mm. of them, at least, is a thin blood. But we know where it is. Very easy to find them now. Mm. I have to deal with that in a bit. But maybe when you've had a little rest first. I'm gonna need at least a few nights to recover this. It, it looked like it was their proper haven, and it was a regular place. And I I don't think they necessarily know that we know where it is. You see, mm. so Good. they may well still be there. Good. And we can we can. 
Well, that'll be I don't, what am I saying? Why are just talking about casual violence like it's nothing? We can uh, discuss it, I'm sure, and come to some decision of what to do. I'm, I'm not sure they're all thin parts, mm. though. One of them had a heartbeat. Well, that mortal, that's probably one they're feeding off of to stay alive. Ugh. Well, at least stay moving. Shit. Oh, I, I did want to say one more thing, Jim, actually, while we're, while we're travelling along together. Um, you, you were right. I mean, you know about all of this, having to... I don't know what you said. Um, step up, something along those lines. Mm. You, you were right. I did, I did. And I, I'm sorry that I've been a little um, hesitant. You're learning, but uh, the way... Uh, I didn't hear you pull that girl away from him, but I'm guessing... I don't know how the hell you did that. Oh, that's a th Yes, well, you see, I was taught how to do that. It's very clever. It was, it's like I say, it's like magic, isn't it? You can, you can do things and people can't hear you. Amazing. And, it, and, and I feel so different when I'm doing it. That's the strange thing. You know, I, 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 I feel like there's, there's me driving the car, talking to you where everything is scary. And then there's, then there's you know, when, when you do these things and you realise people can't see you, it's quite invigorating, really. I mean, you can do anything, I suppose. I mean, oh. think about it. You just do whatever you want. No one would see you. I mean, there it's quite are a those temptation, see really. You. There are those who would fucking see you. Just believe me on that one. Yeah. Um, as you did, you're fucking lucky I turned the corner at the time I did, because that guy would have taken you apart. Oh, no, I don't doubt it. He was huge. He was a fucking match for me. Yes. I can take on a fight. He would have matched me. He would have fucking ripped you apart. Oh, I, I, I'm sure. I don't think I'd be having a chat in a car if I'd taken what you were taking. I mean, no, you, you would be completely dead. Yes. No, I, I, you were right. I would be. But I, 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 wasn't, I wasn't entirely thinking straight, to be honest with you. It's either really, really, really be everyone incredibly fucking stupid. I'm not quite sure either I'm way. I'm not going to ask which. But I have to admit, I did think of you when I was, when I was charging forward and, um, and Plucky Jake. You were, you were in my thoughts, spurring me on. Um, but when I look back at it, I think, what was I doing? He was huge. He was, but we didn't realise. Still, I suppose it's all done now. Do you think Moses is okay? No. Because I, I think he knew that girl, you know. Last I saw of Moses, Moses before that, he was fucking terrified of me. Uh, he crashed the fucking car we were in, so... Oh, my God. He crashed the car? Yes. Yeah, oh, you said... I got a couple of broken ribs. Ow. I mean... Son of a bitch. So, so he's not all right, then? That's what you're saying? No, he's not all right. He's hungry. He's definitely fucking hurt. Do you think he needs help? I'd, well, probably, uh, but I, that, I, that, that girl means something to him. I agree, and, and they were after her. But at least she's safe, that's the important thing. Yeah, she, she's safe, but uh, I think he means much to her as Will means to Katya. Oh, really? So they're very close. Exactly, and in, the, in, that, in that case, then, need to uh, probably... Be, uh, probably oh, my James. God! Let's see if I can... So she's think calm she's, thoughts, think calm thoughts. Think she's calm someone thoughts, we, think calm we, we will need to in the future keep an eye on and do our best to. Jim, I've had a terrible thought. A terrible thought. What? It's so terrible, I'm almost considering making Michael Chase wait, but I really shouldn't do that. What? Well, think about it. They went after Will because Will is close to Katia. Mm -hmm. And they went after Lucy because Lucy is close to Moses. Yeah. Well, what about us? They mm. knew who we were. What if they went after the people that we care about? So who are you close to? Well, I mean, Edmund, obviously, but they're not going to go after Edmund. But I, I do have other people, uh, you know, my family and things that they might have gone after, who are in London. 
Well, would you, you would, would you like me to check on them after? No, 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 no. That's fine. I'll check on them. I'm, I'm going to, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call in. I'm gonna sort this club business. I can't. I've got to get this club business. No, I'll, I'll phone. I'll, I'll phone. As long as I hear a voice, I know she'll be fine. Um, right. I'll drop you off first. Though. Let's, let's do that. One thing. No, I can't wait. I'll look for a layby. <laughs> <laughs> now it's I've had a, the idea. It's a little more cramped. Finding a lay-by uh, on the way back into London, and there's a bit more traffic at this point, as again, later people are going yeah. in and out as early as they can. You managed to find a spot and pull in. Um, okay. Jim wincing due to the movement of the car and his ribs. Yeah. Um, I'm going to phone Kelly. Okay. Bzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzz
yeah. a few times in recent history. It doesn't take you too long stumbling up this wreckage uh, passage before you can hear in the far distance the soft tread of someone staggering around. And then as you quicken your pace and they suddenly come to a stop, you see a shumbled heap semi-leaning against a wall, which it takes you a moment to realise is Moses. And you only recognise it's Moses because of the helmet, which is atop his head. Moses? Is he in my room? He's gone up the tunnel towards your room, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. Um. What's up with you? Take off the helmet, let me see you. Mm. Oh, I <laughs> turn around and leave. Like, literally, I walk up the stairs, start texting uh, Alice, change of plans, I'm going to my condo. Get on the motorcycle without uttering a word and leave. I've been trying to get away from him all <laughs> my life. Before you manage to get onto your motorcycle, mm-hmm. you empt, uh, exit out of your out of the basement, come into that corridor, and you see there is a figure at the end of the corridor who is leaning against the door. And it takes you a few moments where your instincts immediately kind of bunch, and you just want to turn and run or throw yourself at them. And then you realise, even in the dim light, that you recognise the small silhouette that is Alice. And the moment she sees you, she pushes away from the door where she's been leaning and waiting, marches straight across to you and immediately begins assessing and appraising the bloody mess that is you. I hold her hand, walk to the bike, hand her the helmet, and... Yeah, she doesn't go anywhere. She stops. Stops you where you are and continues to appraise you and then reaches up, undoes the clasp on your helmet and takes it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 I would have been be kind of following up in because I've been going up in the heaven anyway. The moment you emerge upstairs. No, just, just, it's coming up upstairs. Yeah. The moment you do, she's halfway through taking the helmet off and the moment that she sees the extent of the damage, her eyes immediately turn towards you and she stares at you for a long moment and then back at you. Let's go. Let's leave. You're not fucking going anywhere. What happened? Plucky Jake. Plucky Jake? There's... Let's go. Just let's go. I need to feed. Come on. She hands you back the helmet. With considerable reluctance. Yeah. I clasp it. Get on the motorcycle. Turn it on. Come on. As they as as go, take care of him. Don't let him drive a car. Do not let him drive a car. And ahead upstairs. The moment he, she watches him leave. Mm-hmm. And then as she goes up behind you and she has the helmet, before she begins clasping it, she is still considering you from behind. Yeah, I don't look well. Like, there's like. No, you look like shit. Bruises, yeah. So she puts on the helmet, goes behind you, and grips you in that way. And there's there's the familiar tightness there, but there's a measure, a very thin measure of restraint from how grip she tight she's gripping you, just in case like you break or something. I mean, you look at that stage. I, you I, could probably I, I probably wins when she goes, and then I just drive off to my condo slowly. Okay. Like I I actually just. 
Cruz focusing on the front of the road. I am trying to get away to a safe place where I can sit down with Alice, where I can feel safe and cry until I like drop out of hunger and torpor. Like literally, I am at that mental state in which like I am like I given up on the night. I just wanna fulfill everything I was meant to do and not give a fuck. <laughs> oh, you're so far off that. <laughs> Jim, you watch as this extremely pretty young woman who has uh, straight hair at the moment. She's not dressed in a particularly rebellious form, but you do recognize her as being the one that was sat with Deacon Rhodes when you initially uh, came into the court. You do recognize her. She's one of those individuals that stands out quite well, despite the fact that she's relatively small, um, certainly by comparison to yourself and someone like Benjamin. Um, but she draws the eye, not only because she's quite alluring to look at, but also because she has a a kind of smouldering presence to her, not in the sense of allure, but it's like someone that's on the verge of consistently flipping out. Um, <laughs> Sorry, but I, I'm pretty sure to do a, do a conclusion that she's probably a brouillard. I, I mean, you've been. I mean, this isn't like most of the brouillard where you've met where you think they're on a hairpin trigger where they can go off at any second. She certainly seems <coughs> like someone who is dealing with a few anger issues. But the way she carries herself is a bit more composed than most. And even so, the look she gave you was one of accusation. But she didn't say anything. Uh, was quick to go after him when he got onto the bike. What are you doing now? Uh, Jim's going to go up to his room or oh, head now for an extra man. Look at look over the damage. Just see, just taking how much it was actually just destroyed utterly. <laughs> Where's that coming from? All right, I'm coming. Walk up. Pelona, <laughs> death. You go up towards um, up towards the stairs, and you continue going. And every time your foot touches a stairway, there is an un. It's a strange sensation which runs down your body and it takes you a long moment to try and recognize what it is. It's like an involuntary shiver and you haven't had one of those for a long time, but it feels like you're experiencing one, even though your body doesn't react. You, the same sensation of uh, kind of goes down your body. And then as you reach up towards, uh, you come to the base of Katya's stairway and you look up towards the door at the top, the one door that, you know, aside from most, like on the rare occasion where you do go to, go into there, no one really goes into Katia's room. It's like an unwritten rule. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and as you stare at the door, you hear from coming from above. Uh, crap. And I head up to the roof. Okay. Through Katia's room, are you going up for a different way? Because there is no way up to the roof from Katia's room. Like uh, the usual way, we'd get I'd get up to the roof. Okay, you begin making your way back up onto the roof. You uh, emerge out onto the top into the cool night air. It's very, very slight spattering of rain. Not enough that anyone would really notice, other than those few people that walk around like this. Yeah, um, and you emerge and just have a look around and listen. No one there. 
No, sorry. <laughs> Apart from Moses in a cave. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna guess you're the entity who's been closing doors around. Just speaking into the air. Um, first off, thanks for sitting that bitch in. I'm guessing that's what you did, which was. She's dead, so she's very fucking dead. Um, my guess is you're trying to protect this place. So. I'm. I've got no problem with you doing that if. Um, I'll try and protect it as well if that's what you you would like. I I don't know. Um. Uh, if that's what something you would you would like, um, whichever room. Which where where is that? Back inside. Oh my God. Okay, you begin descending down the fire escape and go back into the into the corridor closest to your room, and you can hear from upstairs. Okay, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Any other way of doing that other than just trying to make me up and down, up and down? Because that's just not going to work. Open the door, close the door for yes, no answer. Is that right? You open open the door if it's a yes, close it and get show it's a no. <laughs> I like your stubbornness, but unfortunately I've got a body to clean up, I've got something to do. <laughs> uh, and I had a roof where I'm guessing it's coming from. Downstairs, down is it? Sounds like it's coming from Katia's room. Into, into Katia's room. You begin going down that corridor and you start ascending up to that stairs and the moment that you reach out to touch the door, you hear from directly the other side of the door. door. It doesn't open. Pull out the pegs. You begin messing around. The door's not locked. Hmm. It's just not opening. So I have particularly protected over this room? This, this area? No. Try door again. Doesn't move. Step away. Sounds like it's coming directly from the other side of that door. <sighs> if you listen to me through some sort of fucking magic carrier, sorry about this, but uh, shit's pissing me off. I don't get to try and open the door, put it back into it and everything. Okay, strength plus uh, athletics. Strength plus athletics. Sorry, Rachel, but you are watching it. He's doing it alone. It's not our fault. Not our fault. That is not our fault. I have one success. Oh. <laughs> Whether it's due to the broken ribs, due to the burnt arm, due to your lingering frustration, or just a general sense of frustration at this, you throw yourself full bodily at this door, and aside from the quiver, nothing happens. And then as you take a step back, your hand subconsciously going to your arm, almost as though to rub a bruise you know is not going to be there, immediately from the other side of the door. 
for fuck's sake. I just try to keep the door open. Okay, roll again. Uh, would, would this be strength plus... Bro- uh, no, strength plus athletics. Athletics. Yeah. Would, uh, both would be the same pool, but hey. That's two successes. Okay. You throw yourself into this door again, and although it quakes in the door frame, and there's slight splinters coming from the edge of the door from where you're throwing yourself bodily against it, the door does not move. But the on the door stops. And then you hear from the stairways down. You're gonna try and find that because this is pissing Jim off now. <laughs> okay, you turn around and go down towards the corridor and you stop. You can hear from the stairway leading up onto this corridor. Let's see if I can look. And you stop and you stare and you wait. No one comes up, but then you can hear on the floorboards directly in front of you down this stretch of corridor. Guessing you're right in front of me. I don't know. I don't understand anything about this stuff. Um, do you want me to help look at, try and look at this place or what? Something you want? Where's that knocking coming from this time? And then, from the door to your right, the door to your left, the door in front of you, the door on the other side. <laughs> oh, psychological tactics, psychological <laughs> tactics, fucking hell. <sighs> Benjamin. Hello. Alright, so how much of the night have I got left? At this point you are past midnight. So I think I've got time to go to my flat and then go to the purple turtle. If you want to. Well, I don't know about want, but I figure <laughs> Benjamin probably really needs to, like, even if he only gets in in the last bit of time before the club closes. Uh, yeah, I want to go to my flat. I want to collect the sketches that I did of Will sparing. Mm-hmm. Just in case anyone's wondering, the other Will is like... <laughs> um, and... Uh, put them in something so they're not obvious to an observer. Mm. Um, so they're, they're, they're covered up in some kind of folder or something and then go to the purple turtle Okay. so you return to your flat you, it's easy enough to get there at this point most people at this uh, now are where they need to go or they're mm. not actively taking up the yeah. roads so you manage to get there, you manage to find the files and tuck them away in something relatively obscure and then you begin making your way to the purple turtle and it's this point that your progress begins to slow because you've never been to the purple turtle no. and to your surprise, it's not in a particularly nice area. Oh, that will be a surprise. I mean, it's not its not in the glitzy and glamour place. And when you finally do manage to locate it, um, what you actually see is a very small kind of sign with a illuminate purple turtle, unsurprisingly, underneath the name just flashing. And then as you kind of go and pay the admission at the door... Yeah from this uh, young woman who just appears to 
not really consider you or check. Not that she needs to check you for ID or any of the people that are coming in. They seem to just be going in. She just takes the money, stamps them on the back of the hand and sends them in. Stamps them on the back of the hand. As soon as you come in, she doesn't even say anything. She just reaches out, grabs your hand, stamps it and then takes the money. And you begin descending down a stairway which turns off towards the right and immediately opens out into an underground club which is encased in stone with alcoves cut into the wall with different illuminated bottles of drink. There is a counter which runs the extent of the wall on the right and the club itself, while it extends down past this counter, has numerous chairs and alcoves set into the far wall which veers around the corner. The toilets are off in the corner, on the opposite corner, away from where the club veers around. And as you begin making slow steps into this club, you look around the corner and it basically continues around on a U-shape, the end of which ends on an elevated uh, stage, where you can hear a band, a relatively new metal band, just playing. And this place is packed. It is filled. There are some uh. people here which are slightly younger than perhaps they should be at drinking age. Mm. But they are all there, they are all dressed up for a night of glamour and glitz, and they are all, you know, in various states of intoxication. You can smell the the sweat, you can hear uh, the raised chatter, people talking when they are drunk unnecessarily loud, uh. so that those quiet conversations that really should be kept quiet are broadcast to everyone. But with the music going on, the, the bartenders who are trying to get drinks leaning over the counter so they can hear what someone's trying to order, the place is just heaving. And more than a few occasions, you are jostled as people just either drunkenly shove past you or just move past you in an eagerness to get towards the bar or get towards the toilets or get towards a seat which has just become vacated. Yeah, I'll look for a place to sit. Okay. Um, it's I, difficult. Yeah, I can believe that. Um, Otherwise, I guess I will just find a wall <laughs> to press myself against in sort of slight horror okay. and, uh, and, and wait for a seat. Okay. You are here for a while waiting for a seat because every time a seat is vacated by someone that goes up to dance to the, bar, uh, the, the band or yeah. gets up to go to the bar, someone else takes their seat. I'll have flashbacks to, like, student life. Yeah. I mean... This is a very, not necessarily run down. It's one of those bars that you reckon that someone could pick up and run somewhat successfully, but it's not massively eye-catching, but it is certainly making a shit ton of money, just purely because of how frequently people are going back and forth, back and forth. And every time someone gets up and leaves, another two people come down that stairway. And it is getting cramped and hard to move. And you are waiting against this wall because there is nowhere else for you to go and a few people are giving you looks once or twice someone comes up to you as though they're about to say something gives you that kind of no you're not him and then walks off and it's uncomfortable just the stink of alcohol yeah uh, awful vodka whiskey I mean I'll be keeping half an eye out just in case but somehow the idea of Michael Chase being in this place seems just ludicrous now he's here so he'll wait a while for a, a table or a place to sit but if none appears, and if Michael Chasen is nowhere in evidence, I think he might think he's just being an idiot. Um, and he won't want to be out too late. So he'll wait, he'll wait a while, okay. but that, I think he will give up hope fairly quickly. As this thought goes through your mind, you're waiting for a, a good two or three minutes more before you feel a pressure on your back. And you think it might be someone that's jostling you again as you uh. move forward. But then you feel it again and again, and you think, oh shit, what are they do behind me? 
and then you stop and have a look and then you realize that the person that's pressed against your back is the same woman that was that took your oh yeah your money and stamped and she leans up to whisper to you because she's a fair de- yeah. she's a degree shorter than you come with me and then pushes past you. all right I'll go with her okay you immediately walk on the trail of her uh, around the edge of this U uh, shape and you can see at the far end this band with a bustling dance area in front of it everybody heaving moving jumping up and down colliding with each other in a, an impromptu mosh pit and it's only then as you near the stage that you can see that there is an area to the right of where everyone's dancing that is just not cordoned off it's in its own alcove yeah but there is very few people in it this is one of the few areas which is not clustered oh, okay but it's in a semi-circular alcove with seats embedded um right up against it really plush seats with a long glass table in front of it which is filled with the occasional bottle of expensive looking whiskies uh, vodkas uh, beers and all the rest and there's numerous individuals of varying <coughs> ages varying states of dance style dress or mm. night on the town dress who are busy speaking with one another various states of intoxication and at the very heart of it in a white ch- um, shirt which is Buttoned ha- uh, only buttoned halfway up, le- uh, lying there with his striking blue eyes, just looking out at everything. His arms draped over the two people are on either side of him, his legs crossed, just Michael Chase. And he is—he spies you as you are being led over towards the alcove, and then just stops and continues to speak to the individual to his right. And the woman just pauses with you at the entrance to this alcove, just turns to you and says, "Wait." And then turns. Okay. So am I? In, is, is there like a little alcove that I've been told to wait at? That's a wait. Oh no, no, it's the entrance to this little alcove, and you can feel the jostling from people oh, behind you yeah. doing the. And it's very. I mean, there is a part of you which is finding it very hard to not get angry mm. with the constant jostling. And I mean, most of the people that are jostling you, they're not necessarily drunk, or not to the degree where this is this kind of rude behaviour should be allowed. I mean, you come from galleries and all the rest. This is not something you're used to. But Michael Chase every now and again gives you the occasional glance, as though to just acknowledge that you're there. But he doesn't give you an outward acknowledgement. And then just continues speaking to the individual next to him. And then after a few moments, he just nods. And then just flicks his fingers forward. And as one, everyone just begins getting up and vacates this alcove. And then he turns to you as though for the first time and just goes, I'll, uh, I'll scurry over and, and does he look like he wants me to sit down or to stand or is he giving any indication? He hasn't invited you to sit yet, but it's, oh, okay. not, it's not like he's just gesturing for you to stand. No, no, I'll, well, I'll wait then where I'm, I'll say, okay. The people that walk past you, as one, give you a look that is semi-curious and semi-disdainful as they walk past and then the very last one out pulls what you didn't realise to be curtains on the inside mm. of this alcove too, basically blocking you from sight from the dance floor. And you can only hear the noise outside as it punctuates through the thin fa- mm. fabric. No one's going to be able to hear you from in here. Okay. But it's odd, even though Michael Chase is... He only says, sit down. It's frightening how clear it comes across the music. And how easily he makes it travel to you. I will. Uh, I will sit down. Oh, thank you. Not at all. 
I didn't know that you knew of the purple turtle. Well, I, I must confess, I, I didn't, but I, um, I felt with some urgency that I should come and speak with you, um, and I was uh, informed that this was the, the, the best way to do that. Well, it's certainly a club that I can frequent. Uh, this doesn't seem like your kind of scene, though, darling. Uh, uh, I mean, it's 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 obviously a, a, a quite quite Im impressive, but it's it's not no, not really my scene, if I'm honest. No. Um, no, it's uh, no, no. It, I, I I suppose I'm I'm more for the for a, a, a calmer, less um, frenetic environment myself. Hmm. Um, more like a gallery. Uh, yes, or, or, or somewhere maybe with um, with classical music, or or. Um, but anyway, I'm sure I don't want to, to bore you with with that sort of business. I um. I am sorry that I I didn't come, um, but unfortunately last night there was a fire, and um, and uh, at, at my home, and so um, I was I was somewhat um, indisposed. Uh, and I've been been somewhat busy. So, I, but anyway, I wish to come to to speak to you. Um, and obviously, you made me a, a very generous offer the last time that we spoke. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm very sorry to say that um, I, due to prior commitments that I have, I'm unable to to take you up on that um, offer. But, but given um, how generous you were in the first place, and also my tardiness, I, uh, I hoped by way of an apology to, um, to talk to you about a, a, another artist that may be of interest to you in, in some manner. A bit of a mystery, actually. I don't know if that sort of thing excites you or, or doesn't, but um, if you're interested, I'll, I'll continue. Roll. Manipulation plus persuasion. No! This will be a two-way conflict. A two-way conflict, you say? <laughs> I am going to say I've got one hunger dice. <laughs> because even though he's not saying anything, yeah. there is a look in his eye. It's not aggressive or anything. In fact, every ma everything about him, from the way he's just sat there, the way he's listening and everything, is non-aggressive. But there is something there which yeah. you really do not like. And it's okay. whether or not you manage to win out on what you're saying to him. Well... Here's hoping on this one hunger dice. Oh god. Ooh, it's a ten. So it's one success. It's the only it's the only thing I could get. Unless you'd rather the blood. Yeah, I mean I'm quite hungry. <laughs> I don't You got one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Seven points of superficial damage. What? Haft. Rounded up. I believe. So four points of willpower damage. Sorry, this is willpower or health. Willpower, because willpower. it's not it's not a physical. Okay. Conflict. Yeah. So four points of willpower damage. Yep. Yeah. He doesn't say anything. So I assume because it's not physical damage, this is like just feeling like you're dying inside. That kind of shriveling. It's the under way the that he's looking of... at you. It feels like every single word you're saying is perhaps too much. Not necessarily that you're angering him, because he doesn't seem angry. But I'm kind of like wasting his time. It's something. There is something behind that stare that makes it's. It's kind of like having a discussion with someone that could 
very likely end your life with the press of a button and you're just waiting for that button to go off and every word you say there's a 50-50% chance okay. that that button's going to go off and he is just he's just listening to you as you're speaking but the strength behind that stare there is the only person that has given you such a withering stare without doing anything was Emrys maybe it's because you feel powerless because of that it is also worth noting that some of that damage you took is because he's primogen it does add to the damage because he is a witness to what you're doing. Um, would you like me to continue? Or, or, or? Oh yes, go on, darling. Oh, oh right. Um, well, so I should I should say up front I don't know um, who this person is. That's the the mystery part. But I do know um, that they're a sculptor, and I and I remember you mentioned that you um, have worked in that medium before. Um, but but they work with um, with flesh, um, and. And I believe the police are probably quite interested to find out who they are as well, which I thought also might be of interest. Um, I don't have any samples of their work that, that I can show you, but I have, uh, I, I have had a good look at their work, and I have uh, notes I'd be willing to, to give to you by way of apology, if you would like them. <coughs> by all means. I'll hand them over. And he takes it in one hand, considers you for a moment longer, and then just opens it. Considers you even longer... And then finally, glasses. It says a lot about your work, darling, that you consider this art. It explains a fair bit. However, you were witness to this. Um, yes, yes, I was. I mean, not to it. Were all of you witness to this? Or just you? Uh, I'm just trying to think back. I don't think Moses was there. It was just me, Jim, and Catchy, wasn't it? Yep. I'll I'll say uh, n not all of us. No. You old dog, you! Didn't know you had it in you. And he seems to memorise the picture. And there is a very slow, almost showman-like way, the way that he folds it back up and runs his fingers along the edges of the fold. And offers it back. I'll take it. Do you recall when I said to hand in this answer yes might I ask if you were so eager to see me I mean with the fire and everything must have been run off your feet poor dear but this is an awfully long time to wait you're lucky you caught me oh oh I think I am very lucky um yes my, I, it is extreme tiredness it, it's been a very um a very strange and eventful couple of nights, if I'm honest with you. Mm. Um, I mean, well, but see, it wasn't a natural fire. It was a fire caused by Thinbloods um, who were trying to attack us for revenge and then we were trying to uh, go after them and for, you know, attacking us. And, oh, dear. Um, it, yes. It's awfully unfortunate for them to target someone so fresh. Yes, uh, well, I, I, I rather thought so, but I, I suppose... Um, maybe that was the allure. Maybe that's the thing. I was an easy target. Um, Potentially. Or, or we were. Well, 
And how did that turn out? Did you get them all, darling? Um, well, certainly the most dangerous ones, and, and we, we know where the last few are, so I don't think it'll be long. Hmm. Well, it's quite unfortunate still having thin bloods within your domain, but I'm sure you'll prove up to snuff. Yes. Um, well, the ones within our domain are, are gone now, but, but um, there are some others, and, and we will get them, I'm, I'm sure of it. Oh, I'm sure. And how is Edmund? Well, um, he's, 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 he's well, um, I, I think he, yes, no, he's, he's well, he's well. I'm so glad to hear that. <laughs> yes. Well, I can't say that I'm not disappointed that you didn't, but at least you're sticking by your guns and I can respect your sense of conviction. Oh, thank you. Not at all. Tell me something, though, Dan. Oh, yes? Your sire. Yes. How miffed was he when you arrived a bit late? You mean that night, a few nights ago? Mm. Tragic, I forgot to pass along that message. You, you will forgive me for that small bugbear. Uh, uh, yeah, of course, of course. Being as old as I am, things always slip my mind. Yes, yes. I, um, you know, well, the important things I can retain, but menial things sometimes just... <laughs> I'd forget my own head if it wasn't attached uh, and all that. Yes. Well, um, he, 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 I think he, he, it was, it was a little trying for him, if I'm honest. Dear. Um, but I, I'm, I'm so sorry to hear that. I didn't mean to cause him any sort of pain. Oh, I, I, I wasn't implying anything. I, I just, um, but it, it's in the past now, I, I think. Um, and I, I'm sure we can all move forward in a, in a, in a more positive um, manner. Of course. Yes. So, now that you're here. Uh, yes. How do, I know this is not normally your scene. But uh, it's a prime occasion for you to sample some of the wares. You oh. were so re reluctant to do so last time. Now, obviously, before I kind of dangled some hors d'oeuvres in front of you and you were, you know, limited for choice. Now you have an entire club. Young, old, blonde, brunettes, redheads. Oh, goodness. I, that's extremely kind of you. Um... How? I'm not really sure of that. How, how, what is the the proper etiquette in this in this club for that sort of? Well, just point one out that you want, darling. We'll invite her in or him in, whichever way you want to go. Oh, right. Goodness, that sounds awfully um, straightforward. There are perks to being on top. There are perks to being in a position of power. So I can see. Um. I, so I just go out and right. All, all right then. I'll. Um... So I'm feeling massively conflicted about this, <laughs> but I also feel like I am not going to say no to this guy right now because he has looked at me, and I don't want that look again because it might just actually kill me. <laughs> so I'll go out. Um, I'll look for someone. I'm, I'm, I guess what I'm looking for is someone who looks healthy because I don't want to kill anybody, <laughs> um, and. 
But what I tell you what I am looking for though is someone who looks maybe like they've got a bit of a bit of, you know, get up and go, a bit of control, a bit of strength. Because the thing that Benjamin is okay. aware of is that he's needing to step up. Mm. And so I think he's going to be looking. So if there's someone that looks like they've got a bit of, I don't know, you know, maybe they're controlling the scene a little bit or they look a bit like, you know, that they're a, an influencer, I suppose. Okay. Um, failing that, though, primary goal, healthy. Healthy, robust, <laughs> probably likely to survive a feed. That's 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 my that's my top. I mean, most of the people here look healthy, if extremely drunk. Yeah. Um, there's one or two individuals that you can spy. There's one particular youth um, where he has a circle of friends, which are everywhere he's moving on this dance floor. They are congregating around him. He doesn't say anything to them. They he just they just follow. Do I think that he's a kindred? Okay. I mean, it's hard for you to say. I mean, yeah. Who knows? I mean, you could do heightened senses, but with this, no, you'd I'm probably really be that. giving yourself one hell of a migraine. No, no, that's fine. <laughs> um, okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll get him in mind, and then I'll go back to Michael. Do I, I'll, I'll note some feature of his that's particularly. Or is Michael with me? Well, we're. Or is he still? I mean, as you're there observing, you stop, and then as you're noting details, there's a prickling in the back of your neck and as you stop and turn you realise that Michael's right there behind you and it's uncomfortably like what Edmund used to do yeah, okay. apart from his attention's not on you it's on it's there. seemingly just on the people in front oh hello um, I, would it be alright um, there's, there's, that, there's that one over there it looked quite impressive I'll point out that the, hmm. that one yeah of course just him, or...? I, I didn't want to presume. Um, how, how, how many do you...? Oh my as many as you'd like, darling. This is, this is all rather unexpected and, and sort of wonderful, actually. Um, <laughs> look, what, what I'll be thinking is, if there's lots of them, I can, only, I can take a little bit of blood and maybe that wouldn't be as bad, right? That's, mm -hmm. that's a good thing. I appreciate Benjamin is going to get so stung by this, right? I'm, I'm totally with you, but he's, he hasn't realised this. So he's he'll pick out someone else. Someone else who looks healthy and... and kind there of... are quite a few people which are drawing in a crown. Doesn't, I mean, the, yeah. the one that is drawing in most is probably one of the members of the band who everyone's just responding to every time that he's singing in a different tone, every time he moves, every time he gestures towards someone, everyone's responding. But outside of that immediate mm. cult of personality... There is people on the dance floor, that one or two that just pass straight by you, um, and there's one or two that are lingering on the edges, but they've, they're, even if they're not surrounded by people which are flocking to them, they are either given a wide berth by people, they are given glances, um, they are flirted with, oh, people oh. are approaching them. So you probably managed to pick out maybe three others. Okay. Um, that, I mean, three people seems a bit greedy. So I'll, I'll go, I'll, I've picked this all. Maybe I'll, yeah, I'll pick. I'll pick three in total. What the hell? Okay. I have no idea what I'm walking into. Vengeance finds. So you find um, the the first individual that you yeah. you pointed out, um, and then uh, one young girl, uh, probably about seventeen. Yeah. Um, and another man who looks to be mid thirties. Okay. And the moment that you identify each one, Michael just nods. Then he nods. Then he nods. Take a seat, darling. I'll go fetch them for you. 
Uh, Alright, I'll sit down. Lydia, who he, you only know she's called Lydia because he yeah. says her name. Uh, the girl that escorted you in just turns to her and says, You heard the man. Promptly, please. And then he turns and he walks back to you. And within a minute, the three are rounded up and brought forward. And they all have a look in their eyes as though they are surprised, annoyed, and fascinated that they've just been brought over by this member of staff. But the moment that they see... Um, the moment that they see uh, Michael, their eyes just kind of soften, and their expressions soften. And you can tell immediately from their posture that whatever personality he hit you with a moment ago, and whatever personality he, he radiates naturally, mm. they've immediately gone straight into. Yeah. And before they start saying anything, is the curtains, please. And they draw them. Now, he scooches to the end of the bench and he just goes, I hope you don't find me a bore, but I'd love it if you could just join my companion here. And, like puppets, one, then another, then another sits down. So two on one side of you and one on the other. And they all just kind of look to him and then look to you. I'll say, I'll say him. Hello, and and I'll I'll look to Michael to see what he is doing now. What he's which one's your favourite? So probably the first one I picked out, the one who seemed to be you know get out the crowd a bit. So well, um, I, I think this 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 gentleman struck me very swiftly when I was looking out on the floor. Okay. In that case, you two, if you'd like to sit with me, you can go and sit with him again. And before he's even finished there, yeah. and straight over to him, and he sits with one on either. They sit on either side of him, and he drapes his arms over both, and they are clearly enthralled by his mere proximity. You're pretty certain that one even inhales the scent from him, as he just continues to stare at you, and then his hands on their shoulders and they snake around turn their heads which one's your least favourite? oh well I um I I, I don't really know, know them um I it's all about choices darling sometimes a life hangs in the balance when you make one uh, which is your favourite, and which is your least favourite of these two? Uh, I um, and he squeezes their chins. They don't move. It's odd. I mean, their expressions are semi-pained, and it's clear that he's gripping them quite tightly. But they don't move. They're not reacting to the way he's holding them. Uh, I am. Um... I think he's going to be freezing up. I don't think Benjamin's going to know because I think he's clipped that this is actually literally he's probably being literal because he's seen the guys back in the theatre and now he's freaking out. I um, uh, it's it's very hard to, to he releases them. Make a unfortunately, darlings, he can't make his mind up. 
I'll ask you to return to the floor. I will fetch you later. Go on, off you pop. And they both get up and begin moving with considerable reluctance towards the curtain. Give a few lasting looks towards him. Some not-so-subtle, really dirty looks to you. Ah. And then they leave. And then Michael just returns, draping his arms over the sofa. And just... Well, he's waiting, darling. Don't make him wait. Right. It's rude. Oh, oh, and I wouldn't want to be rude. No. Um, and, it, and it's all right to just, you know. Right, okay. So I'll um, turn my attention to this gentleman. Mm-hmm. This is all going to seem very, like, in your face um, to <laughs> Benjamin. Yep. I'll say, um, well, uh, goodness, hello. Um, he stares at you. He's got that look, he's got like that thousand yard stare look. Where he's just kind of looking at you, but he's not looking at you. So could you do me a small favour? Would, would you mind turning your attention to, um, to, to Mr Chase for a moment? He immediately, woof. Oh yes, that's easier. Um... <laughs> I'll move, I'll scooch round a bit because I don't, you know, I want to be as, I can't obviously hide myself completely, but I don't want to be as, like, super obvious in Michael's eyeline when I do this. Um, but I am hungry, and I get this feeling that this is vampire etiquette, and it would be, like, massively rude to turn him down. So I guess I'm going to, you know, gently lean in towards his neck. And you're not going to feed? Yeah. Oh, you are going to feed? I'm totally going to oh, okay. feed. <laughs> okay. I'm just okay. doing it gently, and okay. then I'm going to very gently feed on him. How many points are you aiming to take? Two. <laughs> Two. Okay. I'll gently feed on him for a while. It's yeah, yeah, slowly. The moment gently. that your fangs puncture the neck, everything goes quiet around you. The music stops. The look of Michael, even that potent fucking stare, just begins to ebb mm. and replaced by nothing but the ecstasy of the feed. And the, it's odd, the guy underneath in your grip doesn't necessarily relax more as he stiffens, but with your grip on him and the way that you are just drawing and drawing and drawing, even that becomes an undernote. And then slowly you open your eyes, withdraw your fangs and lick the wound cl- closed. So you take your two um, yeah. hunger, you have just drank on someone who is immensely pissed, um, <laughs> I'm not the one drunk, drunk Benjamin, get in. Not yeah. this time, best For now. <laughs> yeah, um, for now. So, you also have uh, intense sanguine. Oh, intense sanguine. Yeah, as a resonance, because I'm slowly remembering that I need to actually, you know, declare these little bits and pieces. Although I, I seem to recall this was a really hard one to find. So if I don't find it in the next five or. <laughs> Three, two, one. <coughs> okay. Um, it's a, it's a penalty to something. I think it's mental. Yeah. Uh, for a drunk, it's yeah. penalty to dexterity intelligence. Intelligence and dexterity. Yeah. If so, it's what, one, if it's the same. How one. many dice penalty? Minus one. One. So index minus one until this passes. So. Until either the end of the scene or the end of next scene, depending on how tanked they are, and he's. They're all pretty tanked. 
Cool. I mean, this is a thriving nightclub. This is a place you go to spend a lot of money um, and get very, very drunk, in which okay. case Sky House. Um, but it is intoxicating. And even though you feel your senses slightly dulled, like, like someone that is... When you get to that stage of drunk when you're like, okay, I'm tipsy now. But I don't want to show people that I'm tipsy. Mm. So I'm going to focus on everything yeah, I do, okay. which inadvertently shows people that you're tipsy. Um, and you give your focus back to Michael, who is just watching. Obviously, clean the, you know, lick the wounds. Yeah. It's, you know. Yep. And the guy just lulls and leans back on the sofa and he almost seems to slump. A mixture of alcohol, blood loss. I want to whisper something in his ear as he's lulling. Okay. Okay. Well, um, I, I do feel better. Yes, that was very kind of you. Thank you, Michael. Not a problem. Oh, do you mind if I call you Michael? I'd rather you did. Oh, good. Oh, good. Thank you. Thank you. So, may I ask, why were you so hesitant to make your choice between those two before? I... I mean, you picked them both out as private candidates. I, I did, yes, I did. I, th- I think I didn't want to offend one of them, you see. Because if I said to they were both right there. And I, I didn't want to make one of them feel worse. You didn't want to make them feel slighted. No, exactly. You precise, didn't want to cause offence. Precisely. Yes, you, you understand perfectly. I understand perfectly. Giving offence is a dangerous thing at best. Yes, and I really mustn't do that anymore. I'm trying very hard not I'm to I'm sure do you anymore. are. Edmund has taught you marvellous. Yes. Yes, he's he's done a very good job. Yes. But <coughs> I'm sure he will be happy with the arrangement. You can send him my best. I will. I will send him your best. And I look forward to seeing you both in court soon. Oh, good. I, I, I well, that's very And Elysium, you. you need to start making yourself a known face. Yes. There are plenty of kindred willing to meet you. Oh. Happy to meet you, even. Oh, wonderful. Oh, well, thank you. No, thank you. It's always a pleasure. Lydia, send in the other two. You can go now. Oh, uh, thank you, Michael. So I'll pick up my notes and um, shuffle out. They immediately shoulder check you and go straight over to... Uh, Michael and sit down next to him and the last thing you see as you are turning out is him going eeny meeny miny yeah I'm gone (laughs) I'm not hanging around to watch that (laughs) and you move back out into the thriving club where are you going I think I'm going to be making my way I was going to say back to the crossed hands, but I'm not going back. I'm not sleeping there with that bloody knocking and the scary stuff. I'll go back the next night. I'm going to make my way back to my flat. Um, but I will text. It'll be quite a slow text. It'll have some probably a spelling error or two. Mm. And it'll be like... Uh, it'll be to, to Jim. 
and it'll be all fine. Lots of ease. <laughs> and um, yeah, you received the text. Oh, he is pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I had drunk me a snicker. Yeah, yeah, I know that fact. Looks like yeah. uh, uh, so I've got to be uh, at this point uh, exiting exiting the cross stands. Um, just having enough of that. I'm gonna send a uh, send a text to Katia. Uh, Tim saying need talk ASAP. <laughs> two subjects. One Ben. Two Ghost. <laughs> yeah. uh, then, uh, and then I'm going to exit, and I'm going to look around, look around the the domain for the houses at the houses in the domain, and see if there's any ones that I could uh, slip into and find someone to feed on. Okay. Moses. Yeah. You've driven down to. Uh, your condo, and no words have been exchanged between you and Harm, too. Well, exchange yeah. words. Um, but she's not saying anything, and I mean, given your recent meeting with Alice, it's a painful silence. Even though she's not, there's not the same aggression that you've. Well, there's the aggression there. There's always the aggression there, but it's not directed at you. At least it doesn't feel like it is. But somehow it's not easier to bear that silence. Um, it never is when she gets overprotective. Not only because, you know, it can be quite hindering when another vampire tries to control you, which she does to a degree, in that honestly trying to help way that really frustrates some people. Um, but it's hard to tell someone who is burdened with supernaturally charged aggression and anger management problems yeah. to stop. <laughs> <laughs> And you're getting that feeling now as you are driving down towards your condo, and then when you finally get off and you begin making your way up towards um, towards your uh, your room, she walks with you, doesn't say anything. Her helmet doesn't come off until she is in the room and you've shut the door and locked it. Yeah. Like and then silently she take the, yeah, the she helmet. takes her helmet off and immediately discards it um, and goes forward. And this time, when she removes your helmet, she does it a lot more gently. And then just observes the injury. So I, I let her, I let her look at it. I try to hold it the way it becomes less uncomfortable or painful. And then I, I just gesture at the couch, so she can sit well, like amongst the boxes, uh, so she can sit there. And I just turn on the TV and like turn on the computer hook up the computer there, grab a keyboard, and and just sit there, and if she's sitting there, I just, just lay with my head there and start like typing, like, so she can read it from the screen. She, she doesn't resist when you lie there, and but the hand on your shoulder, there's a grip to it that it's hard for you to kind of deduce whether or not she's angry, mm-hmm. upset, a mixture of both, most likely. Um, 
but what's going through her head is very difficult to read because the closeness of her and the way that she's holding you to her suggests that she's concerned. But the tightness in that grip when she knows you're injured... It's, yeah, it's, it's hard to read, but she doesn't resist as you begin typing. So um, I basically recount since the last time we saw each other, which is two or three nights ago. So uh, basically the from the moment of the thin bloods and the and the fire at the at the haven so yeah from two nights ago and then last night and then tonight i, I mean after all that track being hungry and then having the 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 accident and then me trying to get away from jim because he was hungry i was hungry it was not gonna end well uh and then me trying to hide here, there, and and then Lucy, and and the guy trying to like burn her in the house, and and then now the guy is done, but then I I couldn't find Susan, so I went to her university, and that's when Plucky Jake found me, so I got punished. Remember, and since I'm telling her everything, she already knows about me, the McDonald's, me being like filmed or whatever. Uh, She's very, very unmoving throughout all of this. Yeah, I just, I just let her out. Like it's been a lot in a very little amount of time. I have not had the chance to think or feed or have had any outlets or anything, and I, I, I just wanted to stop. I just wanted to stop. Just wanted to stop. Finally, a hand comes away from your shoulder and she begins stroking the ear of your beanie, almost as though it were hair. Uh, and then she says, Do you trust me, Moses? Of course. No, I mean, do you really trust me? I mean... Alice, all I wanted for the rest of the night is to feel safe. That's why I called you. She opens her mouth, and you can see in the reflection of the screen that she's opened her mouth about to say something. But she doesn't and she seems to be trying to form words that she's not able to say. And then she kind of grabs the head of the the keyboard and pulls it away from you. Probably with a bit more force than she needed to. But then just types, I'll stay with you. And hits the enter key quite hard. <laughs> <laughs> and then pushes it back to you. I... I just get comfortable, switch the type, like the screen, put anything, like TV or whatever, I just, just get comfortable, pull the the blanket for both of us or some pillows or like just, just there. I just, I just want to fade, I want to like zone out, I need to zone out, get like I, Moses needs to get out of his own head and body, which is everything and everywhere is hurting. So being you, there with her, that's that's it. Is the girl okay? perfect if Foggy would hear. He's not. 
I know. Is the girl okay? Still striking the beanie. I grabbed the keyword. I, um, police took her. Couldn't find Susan. If you need blood, just. If you need blood, just say. I might need some tomorrow. And I can't I, promise I'll be here tomorrow. I just do like the jaw. Like this, this is a wound that needs to be healed, and I'm thirsty and and very slowly, very slowly, she lifts her hand away from the beanie where she was stroking it and just tilts it towards you. Not to, like, offer it to you, but as, like, a kind of emphasis. If you need it. Some. It's a fucking stupid idea. Ignore it. I just tried to, like, work my jaw. Like, I, I really... I trust her to this level like I know that she's not gonna take advantage of any blood bun or whatever and she's gonna refuse to give me blood in the future but I need it like I have a hunger for any more injured that I care to to be dangerously close of falling into either hunger five or torpor next night and I cannot even hunt on my own mm -hmm. yes I just maneuver my jaw so she literally feeds me like a baby. <laughs> because it's not like I have the ability to feed. Like, I am in that pathetic of a state. Like, I am, I am that broken that I cannot even feed myself. Okay. Okay. And she... Her wrist vanishes from where you can see it, and then you hear a, and then you feel flesh pressed against the ruins of your jaw. Uh, uh, and I, I'm just there. Like the moment that it is there, the moment that it is there, regardless of what your jaw is like, you're more expands as well as it can and clamps shut over the wrist. I need a willpower check from you. Well, at least I have all of that. <laughs> that's it. Actually, that's the only track that has not suffered um, with humanity, right? Right? Okay. This is not a remorse check or anything. This is just a control oh. check. Okay. Well, might become a remorse yeah. check. You never know. <laughs> Uh, that is one, two, three, four successes. Okay. Oh. The, it was almost a critical success. Almost. The pain, the sensation of drawing blood is incredible. But this is a whole nother level. This is beyond incredible. 
and even the smallest sample that you're tasting, all of a sudden your body suddenly becomes alive, almost as though it's like on fire, in a pleasant way. Like someone that is freezing cold suddenly slipping into a bath, your body just suddenly comes woof. And your hands immediately latch like long-legged spiders upon the edges of her wrist and just tuck it in. And even there she goes, <sighs> letting forth an unwilling gasp. She almost seems to cradle you as you begin drawing, but the way that her fist tightens, it's clear that while she is still feeling the sensation of the pleasure of the, the kiss, there is perhaps a measure of her trying to keep control as she does it. And obviously the pain involved in it. But she does nothing as you begin drawing. How many are you taking? Uh, just the one to ensure that I'm not going to be in hunger five tomorrow. Okay. Just the one. So, you'll drop to... Hunger three. Hunger three. Which she... will change to hunger four tomorrow, so... She will drop a hunger. Dun, dun, dun. She will go to from whatever she is now to whatever plus one. Please don't say whatever was four and or three, <laughs> and now she's worse than I am. Um, and the moment that you get to the point where your internal beast is screaming at you, you detach your top jaw. You don't need to detach your bottom one because the moment that you unhinge your top, the other one just falls out, and as you let forth a guttural kind of gasp and uncoil yourself away from her she immediately lifts the wrist to her and just licks in an almost kind of like long reaching slow motion upper arm and cleans it all save for a single trail of blood and that single trail draws your eye and it draws hers in that same instance where you both focus on that trickle of crimson and then she just licks it again and then just rubs the hand flexes the fingers and then says nothing while she's flexing her fingers however you felt towards her before it's like every moment that she has ever been there for you suddenly comes and hits you with stars and clarity and it becomes all that hopelessness you had a moment ago is still there but by comparison, by association with her and everything she's done, it makes her look all the better. And it is like you're seeing her properly through fresh eyes. And you've you've seen her and she's incredible anyway. But now you are becoming acutely aware of just how incredible a friend she is. And everything she's doing for you. I mean, who else would trust you enough to let you sup at their wrist? I mean, you could have just kept going. You know, you're, you're injured, but... That's not to say that you couldn't have taken more. But it's while this these thoughts are going through your head that she kind of detaches herself from you almost and then gets up and just moves towards the window, has a quick glance, moves towards the front door, double checks that it's locked. Seems like she's given herself stuff to do just to put a bit of distance. Not in a kind of disdainful way. More of a just kind of recomposing uh, and she, it's almost like she's given you the space to do the same. Yeah, make arrangements since I know she's staying the night. So I go to the rooms that have the blackout windows and all that. So. Mm. It's preparing for the 
Like, I'm not going anywhere. I'll figure out tomorrow what to do with my jaw and myself and my life. Oh, yeah. We're going to see how that goes. Badly. Probably. It's, I mean, it's more so. If it makes you feel better, we are coming towards the end of book one. So if you're going to go into Torpor, at least it gives you enough time to recover as a player. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not the end of book one today, by the way. It's, that's it's very, very more close. Like, yeah. Oh. It'll be, it looks like next session or the session. I, I bet we'll go on that in a minute. So, in the gym. Yeah, Jim's going to the houses, so I believe that's Dex and Stealth. Okay. Where? Within the domain? Within the domain. There is a very large amount of police presence around here. You can still do it, it's going to be more difficult than normal. Mm. Especially if you are hitting the same houses as you normally do, because well, I, I, how... I, I haven't been hitting the houses. Doesn't matter. Uh-huh. People have been feeding in the houses. It is count, it is leading towards overfeeding. <laughs> in which case... Uh, you can still hunt, you know, and when it comes to feeding, more often than not, unless it's certain circumstances, you can always succeed at a cost. But succeeding at a cost may never seem like a big thing, but they accumulate. Yeah, um, in which case... And keep in mind, everything that you guys have done throughout book one yeah. influences the downtime between book two. Yeah, and do, 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 do you think he knows, he, he knows he's going to need a feed? Knowing that the hostile error is at once, but not really knowing others, he's mm. he's going to risk the poaching. He's gonna, he's gonna, You're going to go into the hospital. <gasps> no, he's not going to. He's not going to the hospital. But uh, uh, so he knows, he knows the hospital area is definitely done by someone. But he would risk uh, going out of the area. No. Why? <laughs> Somewhere in the <laughs> other side of London, Moses is on his condo going. It has to be incredibly careful to be in the domain if he can, but if not, he'll step into somewhere else. I mean, just being, just being careful. The repeated method for hunting doesn't necessarily kick in if you're trying different avenues of hunting. If you do repeat, if you hit the same area, so you do the same approach, it adds up over time. If you wanted to try a different approach, that wouldn't kick in. However, there is still a big police presence. Just, just around the entire area? Yeah. Someone got stabbed yeah. and a building got set alight within the last, what, two nights? Night. Yeah. N- last night. This is on top of... Uh, you've got to remember, looking at a single event doesn't yeah. necessarily... You wouldn't look at it and think, why does the city feel like it's on lockdown? But that on top of murders, on top of stabbings, on top of whatever mayhem was caused by the Thin Bloods and the Camarilla during their hunt for them, on top of Hyde Park, the yeah. Hyde Park yeah. incident, on top of everybody else who came to London as a result of the Gehenna scare, all of those people requiring feeding, which is the reason why Emrys dropped the boot and kicked them out, or threatened to, or actually did, end their own lives in order to thin out the numbers. Yeah, it was case. It was case. It was going to kind of realize, and he's still going to risk going out out of, out of the area, but he's more going to be. Tell me, Jim, how are you going to, uh, what approach you take? In the interest of making sure that we can cover Benjamin as well, I'm not probably going to go into full detail on this, but I will be getting a roll, and I'll probably detail it at the start of next session. He's going to alley-cut it. Where? Uh, How far outside of your domain? There is a limited number of places that you know really well to risk to lower the difficulty. However, most of the places you know really well are close to your domain. 
Yeah, he, he would. Or places you've been to recently, like Stephen's house. Yeah, he, uh, he'd. He'd, he'd go as far as far as necessary, but steering the hell clear of the hospital, because he knows that is that is definitely under, under the control of someone. So. Okay, so just, roughly, what kind of area are you looking at? Uh, looking at commercial, residential. Uh, uh, any place with a low value. Yeah, I don't need a name it's, like for a street name, but I need a rough idea. Everything is residential around. Yeah. If it's around the area, um. Yeah. Yeah, it's the mall so. where the McDonald's is, and then everything is residential all the way to the to the okay. to the hospital, and it's residential on either side with scattered um, business, but it's not like the, it's mostly residential areas all the way. Okay, so you're just gonna try and grab someone off the street? Or no, just in, in, in alley as a possible. Okay. Yeah, a couple. Of we'll say strength well. plus uh, stealth. Because you are trying to do this subtly, unless, of course, you don't just don't want to do this subtly and you want to go for brawl. Uh, would the would the stalking uh, stealth apply? To no, because you're not really stalking. You're yeah. that would suggest you're actively stalking and picking a target, whereas Ali Cat is jumping the yeah. first available person. Uh, in which case, I, I'm still going to try and do it quietly because, yeah, so. Uh, two successes. Do you want to succeed at a cost? Do you want to spend willpower? Yes, yeah, I will. Willpower. I'll spend the point of willpower to roll, roll two of those dice because that's all I can do with that. Still two. So yeah, I'll succeed at the cost because otherwise, because otherwise, I'll get a compulsion because there's a one of fucking hunger dice there. <laughs> <laughs> if you succeed at a cost, you can still get a compulsion. Mm. Yeah, That's well, how I ruled it for him. Mm. It's also better than a bestial fail, though. Yeah. 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 So well, I won't give you a compulsion. I'll do something else instead. Oh. Um, <laughs> I need to double check this guy's leading up towards Yep. Oh, oh. Ooing, like I'm a bad guy. I like. I'm being nice. I like the idea that guy. somewhere. I mean, there it, it, there is a ghost, and whatever you think he is doing. There's something creepy about it. Do you not? Do you not think that somewhere wherever Katia is having this conversation with Sabine, she'll like pause and Sabine like, "What is it?" And she'll say, "I, I felt the presence as if thousands of voices had screamed out and were suddenly silenced." Yeah, <laughs> like, I feel something it, terrible has happened with my coterie. She's, like, she's yeah. going to have like several pauses in that conversation. Say, "I felt a disturbance in the force." <laughs> what are you talking about? The stupid force. <laughs> The stupidity force my coterie represents. <laughs> Can I just have a look at your sheet, please? Oh! Is this all I have to do to get this reaction from you guys? I no. need to look at you sheets know, more often. You know, the ST never looks at a sheet for a good reason. Well, that's not true. It's harsh. I mean, maybe good for the sake of the story, good. Mm. Not good for the player, good. You'll be fine. Ish. It's when he dramatically rips it into pieces. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah uh, uh, he says I'll be fine, but do I believe that for a second? Ah. Uh-uh. Okay. Okay. Um, you will either, if you choose not to go with this consequence, get a compulsion. Yep. Or. You feed on someone that you know. Ooh. <laughs> That's good. 
Could be the eagle. How many people are now? Five. Oh, I counted that. Five, <laughs> four, three. Compulsion. Compulsion, okay. <laughs> you know, I can think of it, it would be freaking Mr. Rolski. We don't want to do that. Did I realize? I will give you the compulsion at the end when I've had a chance to look and I don't have to go through the book again. Nope. You are about to jump the first person that comes into the alleyway that you have chosen as your perch. And it is only through a extreme moment of willpower and ignoring impulse that stops you from launching at Detective Sergeant James when he comes poking his head through, glancing around and looking. He doesn't seem to see you from where you currently are, but he is there with the police presence as they're moving up and down. He does have something in his hands. It looks like some sort of burger that he's got from either Burger King or McDonald's or somewhere serious. Probably not the McDonald's, it's just been, you know. <laughs> um, but he's there eating and he stops at the head of the alleyway, just a mere meter from where you are currently there, poised, ready to wait. And he stops and then just... Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, and then he seems as though he's about to take a step in when a voice from behind him stops him and he turns and looks as a uniformed officer comes up, full stab vest, full hat, and just begins speaking to him and they just continue moving off. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna ask the which way I went, where it is. I'm gonna call, I'm gonna call Ben. Um, it, See if it, see if you pick up. So you can hear your phone. I, am I still in the club at this point? Yeah. Oh, unless you've chosen to leave. Yeah. Once Michael dismissed me, I will be making my way. I'm not driving. I'm going to be making my way <laughs> to back to the flat. You've okay. had more than the regulator. Exactly. Amount. Exactly. But I will. I will text Moses. By the way. Okay. What are you texting? Um, something like. Um, are you well? But it'd be more like wheel, and then um, <laughs> uh, worried about you, um, and I'll, I'll send that off. Okay. And then I will, I'll be stumbling, you know, quite happily back towards my flat. So I don't know if the phone rang when I was still in the club or whether I was on my way back or, or. It probably as you were coming out. I mean, if you weren't lingering. Okay, to, and then you probably would have picked it up. Yeah, I'll answer the phone. I'll say hello. Then, uh, is yes. that offer of a place to sleep still open? Yes, yes. Give me the address. Yes, of course. I w would you like me to text it to you? I think that'd oh be useful. God. Not a problem. I will do it now. Well, <laughs> 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 and I will. I will, I will text in my flat address. <laughs> so, okay. postcode is S S S W S zero three three five. I mean, it'll probably take him quite a long time. I mean, he'll he'll be pretty specific about the postcodes. Postcode. You just need one typo on a six-letter postcode yeah. to send them in the wrong direction. I mean, I'm happy to send in the wrong postcode. Okay, cool. As in, as in, Benjamin will try and send in the right one, but if he doesn't, I mean, he's very drunk, but he'll try. He'll send to try and send the address, and then, then I'll I'll make my way back to my flat. What a what a pleasant evening this has turned out to be. 
and how much more pleasant it turns out to be, we will discover in episode 10, <laughs> because we are coming to an end now. Oh, hey. fuck. Actually, I replied to your text while I'm, like, I put Alice's favorite show, and just knocked over her, read your text, live in the dream. Oh. Compulsion. <laughs> I'm getting rid of one! I'm getting one, damn it! Yeah, you will get rid of your So, like, this is your turn to be in my flat with a compulsion, is it? This is how we work. So, um, but at least it's not hungry. You lose your discretion. My discretia? Discretia. Finally. It was, like, it was bombing me out even more. Yeah, you lose that. Yeah. Um... You don't get resonance from her. Because as far as I'm aware, you don't get resonances no. from Kindred. No. Um, have, we, have we... Are we still in? Are we, we're still in, aren't we? Yeah. 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 Um, everyone will get um, one experience points for Yay! today. Um, <laughs> and uh, next week, we will be looking at, one, resolving anything's left that you guys want to get resolved. Um as we approach the end of book one and also see what Katia has been up to cool and uh, resolving some bits and pieces with her so if, um, if there are any questions or anything we had that we can answer now cool well oh yeah yeah what was the results of the poll sorry the results of the poll oh So there was a, a, a poll for your for this guy. I think well, it might be that, but it might be the the poll for favorite. Or the poll for the yeah for the tweet. No, no one tried to guess. Did no, no one tried to guess? So maybe they'll never know. They will. They, no one will never know. No one ever know that I was dressed as Casper the Friendly Ghost. We 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 had a couple of guesses. Um, I'm just loading it right now. Okay, it's a tie. Between Benjamin and Jim. Oh, well, I think that's fair, isn't it? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's honourable. <laughs> uh, honourable tie. Couldn't have tied with a better guy, you know. Yeah, go ahead. So, well, thank you very much, guys, for joining us again. Um, to, you know, every, uh, particularly everybody outside of the UK, because depending on where you are, that can. Yeah. Yes, that can be a toughie. Yeah. Um, I spoke to someone and they watched us at like Australia, four oh, in the yeah, morning. three or four in the morning. But thank you very much, guys. Uh, as we approach my love, the end of book one, it's it's astounding. Actually, I didn't expect us to be no. to have anybody watching when we were <laughs> um, So thank you very much, guys, and hopefully join us next week, and we will see whether or not book one comes to an end then, and Hello. we will definitely see the return of Rachel. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to part two of this episode of Blood on the Thames. We really hope that you enjoyed the show. And if you ever want to watch us playing live, find us on Twitch at 7pm UK time every Monday. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook for the latest updates. See you next week.